to Punchboard Paradise, coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community, and give honest and fair reviews of the industry's hottest games. In episode 69, the Punchboarders revisit our top 50 of all time. Hey, everybody, I'm Clef. Hey, I'm Chad. I'm Richie. Well, people have been asking for this, guys. It's, they've been wanting to know. I, I think guess. Mainly, I, I they want to know think... my list and how crazy it's going to be. Oh, yeah. I want to know how far has Mari Kaibo <laughs> dropped. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's probably the big thing, because honestly, it doesn't even feel like it's been that long. But Yeah, because you know. what, what did we do it last no. year? In, like in January or something? I think so. January, yeah, if I remember, I think, yeah. it, was, it yeah. was January. Yeah, so we're about a, about a month ahead of the schedule, but in these uh, COVID times and not a lot of games and not a lot of game playing, it seems like a, a good time to get it done. True. Yeah, I like making this list anyway. So Yeah, it's always fun. Well, like I said, hopefully people will find it interesting. I, I Going back through my list, I tried to mark where stuff was at last year, and there's some new games, but not like a ton of new games. I was surprised at what fell and what didn't, though. Hmm. Yeah, I had a couple that fell. Fell out. I had eleven Fallout total, Ooh. so I got eleven new games on the list. Okay. Right. Uh, yep. I I don't know. Didn't didn't go back and listen. <laughs> don't have a clue. <laughs> I mean, I know there's new games on the list. I'm so some dropped off. That's for sure. Are you still doing the post-it notes? I know Chad is because he he posted about it. Uh, no. I just uh, you know, I just I don't know. No, I use the uh, I use the board game uh, geek uh. Whatchamacallit, you know how you, you can use a geek people, list. Right? Yeah, no, geek list. And oh. then I just put in the games and then I just sit there and move them up and down. I don't I oh, don't okay. like Pub Meeple. I know a lot of people do, but I don't like just looking at two games. I don't know. There's something about it that I just don't like. I know approximately where most games are for me. And then I like to look at them in that aspect and try to move them around from there. Yeah, you know, I'm a very, I, I've figured it out and I did no cards and I know that's really antiquated, but I figured out the reason I like board games too is because I'm tactile and I liked picking stuff up and moving it around and seeing all of it in front of me at once. So Ooh. I put out a hundred uh, no cards on the bed. Whoa. I know. I wanted to get it all because I, I'm going to try to be ambitious and uh, do a BGG list. So we'll, we'll see if that happens. But that's nice. I wanted to get 100 out there. And so moving all those around was kind of crazy. But I, I, I liked that because, again, Pub Meeple doesn't quite compare everything to everything. So I, I don't know. For me, it's yeah. hard. You two are crazy. <laughs> I did Pub Meeple. It was fantastic. <laughs> I did 144 games. So everything that I have ranked an 8 or higher on BGG, I threw into Pub Meeple and went through that. Well, well, so everybody you, can do something different, Richie. It doesn't all have to be the that, same. That's fine. That's what no. this podcast is about, right? I mean, we're trying <laughs> trying to give some differing opinions. But no. uh, yeah, I guess so. I, w what we should say too, because we kind of solicited some uh, opinions from our from our uh, Slack channel and our guild uh, about what people wanted to see or how they wanted to see it this time. So we kind of took some of that into account and figured out what was manageable. Sure. And then, so Clef, why don't you say kind of the format of this? Uh, well, the, the format that we're going to do, um, so a lot of people uh, on our Slack, they basically said, hey, we don't really need to hear in depth the top 50, you know, it's, it's a little too much or whatever to, to go through that long. So what we decided to do is we, we're still going to give a top 50 because there were still people that wanted the whole thing, but we're just going to read like 
relatively quickly are 50 through 21. We're just going to boom, bullet point us. Each one of us is going to do it. Then we're going to spend maybe, you know, a few minutes talking about the list and, you know, of what we read so far, any surprises or anything that we're like, wow, you know, how did, you know, uh, Maracaibo drop to number 47 on your list, Clef? You know, stuff like that, you know? <laughs> um, and once we get done with that, then we're going to go in a little more detailed of our 20 through 11 in this episode. And then our next episode, we're going to go obviously in detailed of our top 10. And uh, we'll have the fun little game of trying to guess our top 10s again. Um, yeah. So that's uh, pretty much what we're doing. Now, did you guys... Was there any stipulations? Now, Richie, you said anything that was an eight or better on your uh, rankings. Did you have any other stipulations? Like, did you say, I had to have played the game so many times or anything for it to be eligible for your list? I did. Like, if I only got one play of the game, even if I, it's something that I rated eight or higher on BGG, I excluded it from this list because I still want to get a few more plays in. Yeah. I, I, I actually did this. I didn't last time, but I actually did that this time for me. And it was it was harder to suss out because I've been playing more uh, online in these COVID times, and I haven't been good about – I don't usually record kind of online plays. So I had to kind of think back and was like, oh, did I get in a play of that online, you know? Mm. Um, so, But uh, I, I, I included only games that I had played at least twice. So mm. I, I kind of did the same thing there. Well, I went just maybe a little bit step further than you because I decided I had to play the game at least three times for me to include it on my list, which, uh, you know, did take a new game that I almost would have probably put in my top 50. And I, I've only got two plays of it. And I said, nah, I got to get at least three for me because obviously I do play all these games a lot. So I went with three for me. Yeah. All right. Well. Let's hear that funky music. I, I had to go back and compare. So I listened to last year's and uh, there was a really good bass line for this. So Richie, make sure you play that one again. <laughs> Just give me more homework. I now it. I have to go back and listen. I love it. I love it. Hope that I can find that file on my computer somewhere. Watch, it's just going to be like a rip off of Seinfeld. <laughs> Well, shall we maybe roll a die to see who starts off? Sure. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. I got a die. Here we go. Ooh, one. Four. Two. Ha, ha, ha. It's not a draft, Chad. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I don't know what I'm excited about. I guess yeah. that I can, maybe that I can go first and then just lay back and listen to you guys. Maybe that's it. All right. We'll start us off. Okay, so I'm just uh, as we talked about, I'm just going to list my uh, top fifty. Now I know, I know, and it, it is really hard. I think you talked about this, Clef, when we were discussing it, and kind of said, "Can we place it alphabetically?" And as far yeah. as I'm concerned, it's fine if you want to do that because uh, I did struggle because, again, like I said, I did that top one hundred sort of thing. But I felt like after the top ten or twenty, that placement was sort of more arbitrary. So I totally get it, but. Again, yeah. I put these in order as best I could, and um, I will say uh, that we don't get to play every game, and we certainly don't get to play every game more than once, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> okay. All right. So for number 50, I had Tammany Hall. Number 49 was the Albin Viard Classic Clinic. Number 48 was Pipeline. 
Number 47 was The Gallerist. Number 46 is Lorenzo Il Magnifico. Number 45 is Food Chain Magnate. Number 44 is Skull King. Number 43 is The Voyages of Marco Polo. Number 42 is Madeira. Number 41 is Bus. Number 40 is Arkwright. Number 39 is Rococo. Number 38 is Cooper Island. Number 37 is Grand Austria Hotel. Number 36 is High Society. Number 35 is Neuschfjord. Number 34 is Antiquity. Number 33 is Maracaibo. Number 32 is 18 Chesapeake. Number 31 is Yokohama. Number 30 is Keyflower. Number 29 is Castles of Burgundy. Number 28 is Great Western Trail. Number 27 is Mombasa. Number 26 is Race for the Galaxy. Number 25 is Dominant Species. Number 24 is Tramways. Number 23 is Marvel Champions. Number 22 is Vinos. And number 21 is Modern Art. And that is my 21 through 50. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear Newsfeared on there. Yeah, that one just playtime and uh, solo, abil- solo ability in these times make a, make a big difference and really keep it up on there. Yeah, Jessica and I knocked out a game about 45 minutes. I saw you got that new Salmon deck as well. Yeah, yeah. I ordered it just directly from uh, Lookout uh, right after Essen and came in a couple weeks, a little beat up, but <laughs> all I needed was the cards out of it. Perfect. Uh, at least out of the my, Voyages of Marco Polo, that seems to have dropped a lot. Am I or, it, remembering it, that right? Yeah, well, let me see. Uh, I have to look. The, so Marco Polo, if I look back at where that was last year... It was number 31 last year, and so it's in the 40s. It's 43 uh, this year, so it's not not a huge fall, Um, and I certainly love what the, you know, the new part two brings to it, but it just, um, you know, it's it's worker placement with player powers, which is great. It's dice worker placement, but it just, uh, some of the stuff that's a little bit more unique to me uh, was higher. That's all. Okay. Did you have anything take a big drop? Gosh, I don't know what took the biggest drop. Let me see. From that list, oh, you know what the biggest drop was probably? So Cooper Island was new and Clinic was new um, from this past year. But the biggest drop was uh, Grand Austria Hotel was number seven last year. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that huge? That's huge. I just don't get to play this as much as I'd like to. And it's not that, uh, again... You know, none of these games are are bad games or games I don't like. It's just you know how often you get to play them, and and again, this is sort of a snapshot in time for me too. It's like what I want to play right now. So, oh, that's, absolutely, that's the way I think of it. Uh, but yeah, those are those are probably the biggest fallers I'd say. Actually, uh, Food Chain Magnate uh, was number thirteen last year, I guess, for my list. So, and that, that was in the forties, which I know the expansion makes it better, but I, even with the expansion, I know, I know, but I just, well, too many beatings for me and you. (laughs) Now I feel bad about splattering. It's true. It's true. I mean, it it, it is not, it is not as fun if you don't have people of the same skill level. It's just not, you know, but I, 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 it's a totally great game. It's just for me, that's where I put it. Okay. All right. uh, And Great Western Trail was 12 last year and it came in at uh, 28. So. Mm. Why the big drop there? Uh, just that I I haven't played it 
as much and I haven't, uh, I haven't wanted to play it as much. Um, not that I don't, again, think it's a great game. It's just, you know, sure. some other stuff is a little bit more interesting to me. Sure. Okay. Uh, gotcha. you got obviously a couple of, uh, Vital games on there and the gallerist and Vinos. Yep. Yep. And got a couple of splatters and bus and antiquity. So yeah. Yeah. That's good. Solid 50 through 21 there, Chad. Well, thanks. I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have. Who okay. was next? Clef. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I had the big, you had the one, right? I had the big two. I had the All one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm ready here. You guys ready? Yeah. Lay it on yeah. us. All right. Number 50, Nippon. Number 49, First Class. Number 48, Seven Wonders Duel. Number 47, The Princess of Florence. Number 46 is Newton. Number 45, Hospital Connect. Number 44, Pipeline. Number 43, The Gallerist. Number 42, Deus. Number 41, Crosstalk. Number 40, Port Royal. Number 39, Skull King. Number 38, Isle of Sky. Number 37, Castles of Burgundy. Number 36, Bora Bora. Number 35, Kalis. Number 34, The Estates. Number 33, Signore. Number 32, Ground Floor. 31, Shakespeare. 30, La Havre. Number 29, Rococo. 28 is Brussels, 1893. 27 is Russian Railroads, or more specifically, German Railroads. Number 26 is Railroad Revolution, or more specific, Railroad Evolution. Number 25 is Gaia Project. Number 24 is La Granja. Number 23 is Imperial Struggle. Number 22 is Mombasa. And number 21 is The Great Zimbabwe. There we go. All right. What's what's the pond doing down there? <laughs> I know where it is it's doing same, down there. Same thing with Chad. It's <laughs> yeah. the same thing. I'm getting sick of getting beat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, you can only love a game so much before it well wears on your self esteem, man. <laughs> I guess so. Jason, uh, on Jason Brent, one of our patrons, he's getting real close. I saw that. I saw it the he, last time. He's getting yeah. close. He's getting he's getting better. I still. I, I'm going to avoid him online for a little bit <laughs> in the pond. He's, he's coming at you. I like it. <laughs> well, Clef, I, I am surprised. Did you mention first class last year? Do you know? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, you know, it's, I just, as I was kind of looking at my, at the games and stuff, I just, first class is always one that I really enjoy for, you know, it's a quick game and one of those that I can kind of fill in a, in a short span. So yeah, made the cut. Cool. Yeah. Did Hospital Neck uh, fall a little bit? For some reason, I thought that was pretty high last no, year. No, no. I think a couple of years ago, or maybe a few years ago, it was kind of high. But I think it kind of fell last year. I think it was in the 40s somewhere last year, too. It, yeah, it was higher on mine, so. and that might be what you were thinking of. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, probably. Yeah, so. I would say, so I, I, another one that I was interested in was Seven Wonders Duel. So you still really, really enjoy that game, right? I do. And in fact, uh, speaking of Jason Brent, I got a play of it online the other day. Uh, so it's uh, now on Board Game Arena. And uh, still think it's just a, you know, as, as far as a two-player game goes, I think they did a really good job. And I, I always enjoy the decision-making in it. So uh, one, and that's another one I, 
one I like to play with my wife, uh, who she really enjoys that one. So that one kind of got bumped up there for that. On BGA, can you play it with the uh, the expansions? Uh, uh, no, okay. just the base game. Okay, so far. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I actually, you guys will maybe laugh at me for this, but uh, our family loves drafting, and I don't have Seven Wonders, so I got a a great deal on the new Seven Wonders, and uh, just picked up some of the expansions out there too. And uh, I, I, I enjoy it actually, you know, I don't love drafting games, but my family does. And so I I enjoy playing that one. It's quick with like three and I love it at three because everybody affects everybody. Yeah. Very good point. Very true. Uh, I've played it probably 50 times at three player because back in the day and my wife Mason and me used to play that. I've like, it seemed like every single night we were enjoying it so much when we first got it. So it's good at three. You know, another one that I love that you had on your list is Crosstalk, because I know how much you love that game. I, I mean, is that your favorite party game? Yeah, I would. Well, I mean, if you're if you're not considering Skull King to be a party game, that's Trick Taker or whatever. But yeah. yeah, I would I would definitely say so. Uh, you know, I obviously I took a lot of grief last year for not having Skull King on my list. And, you know, I really came down and thought about it this time. And I said, OK, you know, I, I, I do have a few games that. I really, really enjoy that are lighter affair in the crosstalk in Port Royal and, and, and Skull King. And that's where I was kind of like, you know, what's the difference really between 39 and, you know, 31 or 49, sure. you know, it's all right. Yeah. Relative. And it's kind of hard to compare those games at that point. But uh, yeah, I mean, crosstalk has always been one of my favorite games. I, I've always just enjoyed the social interaction with that game. Plus it's, you know, just a fun play on word type of game so yeah cool i decided yeah i said hey i'm including it this time and uh our man ryan courtney still made your list with pipeline which is good i i really still enjoy the game i I just need to get back to the table a few more times well the expansion's coming soon yeah Yeah. that's what i've heard and i'm i actually want to try curious cargo too i think we're getting a a copy of that hopefully so um you know I, i i would look forward to that as well which is sort of a microcosm of the pipe game basically but sure yeah, I, 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 this needs to hit the table more. I just don't have any good excuses why it's not. So, All right, Mr. Ritchie, you are up. So my number 50 is Nations. Uh, my number 49, Wildcatters. 48, White Earp. 47, High Society. 46, Modern Art. 45, Raw. 44, Stickum or Stick Elm. 43, San Juan. 42, Legacy, The Testament of Duke de Cressy, 41, The Estates, 40, Blood Rage, 39, The Gallerist, 38, Viticulture, 37, Railroad Revolution, 36, The Castles of Burgundy, 35, Bora Bora, 34, Vikings, 33, Caverna, 32, Heaven and Ale, 31, Madeira, 30, Tammany Hall, 29, Lords of Vegas, 28, Dominant Species, 27, Suburbia, 26, Russian Railroads, 25, Brussels, 1893, 24, Arkwright, 23, Ohm, 22, Grand Austria Hotel, and 21, Bus. All right. That's a good list. Nations being on your list is happy enough yeah. for me right now. I was just waiting for you to say that, Clef. I knew that would make me happy. I am super I, happy about that. I've been loving it. Yeah, finally, now that I, well, like my two, my first two initial plays were so far apart. And then uh, 
Cleffin and Brockman invited me to a game online where they slaughtered. I think I scored 12 points because I really didn't know what I was doing. And I, I said I was going to read the rules again. I didn't. And I just kind of was clicking around. But we finally got in a play the other day again where they were able to kind of explain the game, re-explain the game to me. And I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Mm, cool. That's that's an amazing game. I'm glad to hear that one. So, all right. Your nice. online play sounds like my online play of Lewis and Clark right now. <laughs> <laughs> I swore I was going to go back and read the rules. And then I'm like, everybody's waiting on me to take my turn. And uh, man, I, I, I didn't know you could go that far backward in that game. And I'm in this. I'm in the same boat. I really haven't read the rules. I, I just remember you want to use all your stuff before you camp. That's all I remembered. Uh, but yeah, when I saw you drop back, you drop back like 12 spaces or something, something ridiculous. Well, I, I just didn't even have time to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like I and I right. felt bad because yeah. everybody else was waiting for me. But yeah. <laughs> That's good. Hey, a legacy legacy of Duke DeCrecy is on your list again, and we still have not played it. And I, I listened to the podcast. You've played it? What are we talking about? No, we no, no, no. Listen, together. listen, we listen. Played it together. I listened to the oh, yes, played it again. I listened oh. to the podcast like the other day to prepare for this. I listened to last year's or this year's in January to prepare for this. And I was listening to it. You said it. I was like, why haven't we played this? Clef is like, oh yeah, we played that. That was so funny. That was great, and we still haven't played it, man. I want, I want to play that again because that was such a fun play. I want yeah. to, but that's, I mean, that's pretty much every game. That's on true. This that's list. true. <laughs> sure, we, sure. We say that we want to play more of it. We sure. Uh, it's just tough. It is tough, especially now. Uh, so a couple of th- so dominant species, obviously, uh, pretty high there on your list. Uh, yeah, but I'm really excited for the uh, marine uh, version of that I too. Mean, sure, that's great because okay. that is such yeah. a richy game. It is such a richy game. Uh, except when he goes easy on Clef. That's that then it's not original. He a big mistake. Never, never make that again. mistake again. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> um well surprise to me, I think that's a little lower than what I thought it would be is Heaven and Ale. I thought that'd be a little higher on your list. Um, it was forty nine last year okay. and it's come up to thirty two. So it's still climbing. It's okay. still climbing. I'm still I'm yeah. still enjoying it. Uh, I wasn't I was really hoping the the expansion would do more for me. Yeah. But it it didn't. No, so. but the game itself, I think, is so strong. I don't. Yeah. I don't. The expansion is kind of irrelevant to me. Um, the only other thing I did notice, I thought was really uh, funny, is on my list, I have at thirty-seven Castles of Burgundy and at thirty-six Bora Bora, and you have on your list Castles of Burgundy at thirty-six and Bora Bora at thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> the fellows sticking together. Yep. Because <laughs> and I and obviously when I was making this list, I was kind of like, well. Right now, if you ask me what Feld do I want to play, I really most of the time I'm going to answer Bora Bora. I love Castles of Burgundy, yeah. but I just like Bora Bora and the dice just a little bit better. So that's why it was just a tick higher for me, too. So I thought that's interesting. You're the same way. Yeah, solid game. I like it just a little bit heavier than Castles and... I love that blocking mechanism. In there. I just yeah, don't like absolutely. setting out all the tiles every turn, but that's so many felt games, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Nice and the, fiddly. Uh, the San Juan, I don't think, was on your list last year, was it? Uh, it was not. No, it did not make yeah. the top 50 last year. I think it's been in my top 100 for a while, but uh, just with the pandemic and playing more at home, I've been playing that app oh, okay. quite a bit here lately. So that's uh, probably why that came back on. I actually list. really love okay. that app so. because of the classical guitar and everything. It's so calming. And yeah. <laughs> it's actually not bad. Does, now, does it's odd art? Does but. Jessica ever play it with you? Uh, yeah, she'll she'll play every once in okay. a while. Not her favorite game, but she'll she'll play it if I if I push it out. That almost made my top fifty because Stefan Finn really liked that game too. So, and I noticed uh, you and uh, Chad both had a couple of 
not necessarily light games, but you both had High Society and Modern Art on both of your lists. Yeah, I had the the, the Kinesia auction just grouped together there at 45 through 47. Mm, yeah, because you get the raw too, yeah. I'll play any of those anytime. Good. And I really want to play, I still have not gotten a chance to play my Korean version of Modern Art with the, the nice wooden gavel and the fancy metal coins. Oh, so fun. So fun. The only thing I, I don't like is like you, the, the art is more serious. So, uh, you know, it's nice, really nice works of art as opposed to the, uh, now I shouldn't say that the, the come on version doesn't have nice works of art. I'm just saying they're more, they're literally more modern, you know, like you're not looking at. Right. Your, your squeaky gavels fit better with. Right. So when you try to, when you try to sell a painting, it's a little bit more serious, you know, so. But, right, right, right. But still great game. Okay, back to reality. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, hey, the fluff is over. Let's let's get to our top, well, our top 11 through 20. And Chad, get us going. All right. So, Clef, this is going to make you really happy. And my number 20 is a game that actually, when we did this last year, you promised, you said, you know, I really, I'm into that. I just, I really need another play of that. And I promise I'm going to, I will play that with you. And it's Stevenson's Rocket by Kinesia. And uh, every time I've brought it out since then, you've turned it down. <laughs> so. Uh, well, I, I did have to, I, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he lied. He lied. Uh, yeah, to he you, did. Jeff. He clearly lied. I need to, actually what uh, I need yes, to do. Yes, it was a negotiation thing. You know, I, yeah, I, I lied to you. <laughs> I need to give it to, I need to give it to Dan Smith and let Dan Smith teach it to him. And then maybe it'll get played. Uh, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a great game. I really, really like what this game does. And I don't understand with as much of a fan as you guys are of Age of Steam. I know that it has different mechanisms for the track laying and stuff like that. But when you're it's a negotiation game with track laying. I mean, you well, are okay. first you off. Could stop. First Just off. Don't say those two things. I, I haven't even played please. this, but don't you dare <laughs> put those yeah, two stop. games in your mouth at the same time. Oh, come on. Exactly. I haven't look at listen. I I'm not saying it's anywhere <laughs> anywhere near the the thing that Age of Steam is. I am saying you guys like negotiation games or at least I know Richie does. You guys like uh auction and bidding and this has that because you have to spend shares to determine where the the routes are going to lie. It has uh stocks essentially. It has route building. I mean, this is a great game and it, it's not as good as age of steam. No, it's not. But Stevenson's rocket is a Kinesia game that ought to be played by more people. Now, not so good at two, but three and four is very good. All right. Well, That's like I said, I still, I have not played it. I'm still willing to play it. I'm just saying pump the brakes a little bit on the comparisons to age of steam. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, compared to Steam or something, you know, then okay. All right, <laughs> All right fine. Let's, let's just watch. Well, that's my number 20, Stevenson's Rocket. Okay, Clef, what do you have? All right, for my number 20, I have the Voyages of Marco Polo. I still love this game, and, I, you know, I'll, I'll say this is kind of, you know, you could slash put in here Marco Polo 2 since they're basically same type of game, just with a small few differences. Um, of if this has dropped a little bit for me, uh, this used to be in my top 10 and it's, it's kind of dropped down. It's, uh, you know, as I've kind of started to enjoy more player interaction type of games, 
but I still like it. I still uh, will. I, I would say I'm not really interested most of the time in playing just a regular base Marco Polo anymore. I certainly want some expansions with it if I'm going to play Marco Polo or I'd rather play Marco Polo 2. Um, but still a great game. Um, I mean, it's no age of steam, but other than that, it's a great game. (laughs) Thanks for that caveat. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I figured a lot of kind of like midweight euros are going to be dropping a little bit off of Clef's list, at least out of the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. (laughs) We'll wait and see. All right, Richie, what do you got for number 20? All right, my number 20 was my number 26 last year, so climbing just a little bit, and that is uh, Newsfjord by uh, Rosenberg. Wow. I love it. It's my it's my highest rated Rosenberg, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that just think that it's, I don't know, just a kind of like a rehashing of a lot of his stuff and maybe a little too fast, maybe too a little bit too light. But honestly, it gives me everything that I want out of his designs because a lot of his games are rehashes of his other games, but they're just big, they're sprawling, they're all over the board. This I can bust out. I can play in 45 minutes with the wife and I'm done and I get everything, all the the feelings and the satisfaction that I would get out of a lot of his other games. Uh, so that's for me why it has climbed so so much just because it does get played quite a bit in our house. Okay. I couldn't agree more with that. That's a good assessment of that game. I, I enjoy the game. I, it's one I don't own or never did own. So I, I haven't got as many plays as you guys have, but certainly would never turn down a play of it. Yeah. yeah so it's a solid game. And I, all they have to do is just keep releasing the decks to mix up, mix up the buildings. And I'm happy with that. All right. Uh, so that's my number 20 new spirit for my number 19. It uh, was at number 43 last year. So it's definitely risen uh, this year. And um, it's because I've gotten another play or two of it. One of those was online, but uh, that's kind of the way it is in uh, in the coronavirus time. But this is the Big Daddy 1830. And uh, I still really like this game. The only thing that keeps 1830 uh, lower is the playtime for me right now. And I, I just haven't gotten a lot of plays of it. But there's a reason that this one is uh is above 18 chesapeake 18 chesapeake is a great beginner game and it uh the stock market and the steps in the stock market are really nice and friendly so that you don't drop too much or can't drop too much if if people sell shares and it's friendly that way also you can suitcase your uh you can suitcase a company a lot easier in 18 Chesapeake, meaning that you can just kind of take that and never have to build out of that company because there are some isolated companies. And uh, then you can just use all the money from that company to fund more trains. So anyway, 1830 is more cutthroat and more stock markety and a little bit less operation heavy than some of the other 18xxs that I played. And and so I, I still really like that as opposed to something like maybe 1846. Yeah, Chad, I know you certainly like the 18xx games, I think, a little bit more than uh, than Richie and I have kind of gone down. But uh, I, the one time I played 1830, it, it was enjoyable. I mean, there's certainly some fun things about trying to, you know, uh, trying to make other people go bankrupt and, you know, trying to do that train rush. So, yeah, I can definitely see where that would make your list. Is that the one that you bought in when you were in Kansas City, Clef? It, it is, oh, yes. Okay, yeah. that... I that of all the ones that I've seen, that was the one that I was most interested in trying. Never got a chance to, but so yeah. Richie, the thing about that is that um, if you're the, 
18 Chesapeake is nicer too because it has a train rush export to it. So trains come out quicker. Um, so it speeds up the game. But because nobody, it's very hard to go bankrupt in 18 Chesapeake and it's a lot easier to go bankrupt in 1830. I feel like there's a balance there. Okay, yeah. I would like to see some people go bankrupt. Yeah. Well, you only need one in the game. Yep. Game. So, <laughs> so that's my number, 19, 1830. All right. Well, my 18xx game on the list is going to come in at number 19, and that is City of the Big Shoulders. Uh, still, this is an amazing game. I still very much enjoy it. Um, it's, it's definitely one of those games that last year I played it a lot, and I think sometimes when, you know, no matter what, when you play a game a lot, it can sometimes start to slide down a little bit after you've played it a lot. And I think that's kind of what has happened with me. But I still love this game. I uh, got to play it, it was probably about a month and a half ago. I got to pull it out and play it again. And still just boom, uh, still enjoy all the aspects, the worker placement, trying to figure out how to run your companies and certainly trying to see where you can maybe do some stock manipulation, kind of screw your opponents over. And uh, yeah, still one of my favorites. Yep, and number nineteen there is a good old city of the big shoulders. I was happy to see they added that to BGA as well. I would I would try that on BGA. I still haven't. Again, I don't love online plays, but uh, but yeah, I would definitely try that. Yeah, I have found that there are certain games that I can play online and take them. You know, with uh, being the asynchronous turns, and some games that I just cannot stand to play asynchronous because they just uh, like for me, like Food Chain Magnate, it's I just cannot stand playing that food because it's I don't know why I just don't feel like I'm in the groove of the game. But something like City of the Big Shoulders, I can really remember what I was doing and mm. it's it's not so bad. I don't know. It, it maybe it, maybe that's just my own brain is the reason of that. I but, totally yeah. agree with you because like Food Chain, I can't even remember what other people have done either, which is hard. I know they have the history to look back through, but it's just hard for me to remember and then remember what I was going to do versus. Yep, so there was my number 19, City of the Big Shoulders. Richie, what's your number 19? Uh, so my number 19, it was number 15 last year, so I mean, pretty much the same spot, uh, is the Palaces of Carrara. And that is a uh, Kramer Kiesling, uh, one that never got a big release in the U.S. I think you can still find some German versions out there. You can also play this one on Board Game Arena and Yakata as well. Uh, it is just one that... Uh, honestly, I've grown to love this game just because I, I have played it online so much. And I I pushed, I got into the, the top 10 on BGA, and that's only because there's probably only 10 people that play this game <laughs> online. <laughs> and I don't even think I'm rated in the top 10 anymore. But I've played it a lot. Uh, I think on between BGA and Yakata, I've played it over 100 times. And it is just a... It's a, it's a simple rondelle, which they, they do so well, uh, Kramer and Kiesling. But it, it just does a great job of the... I, I love the scoring mechanism that they have in there. So every game you flip out uh, cards, and that's going to be what you need to, to shoot for for scoring. Uh, and it just changes up the game so much depending on what cards come out. And they just did a fantastic job with it. It is borderline criminal that more copies were not available in the United States of this. I, game. I keep I keep thinking someone's going to pick it back up and re-release it because that would I think it would be a I think it would sell well now. Yes, it's got to get a vassal's law eventually here. Yeah, I think. you would think so. All right, so that is my number nineteen, the palaces of Carrara. My number eighteen has fallen actually, not not really far, but it, it's fallen. I was surprised, but uh, it. 
is still one that I really enjoy. It's a little bit higher than, for example, Richie's Game of Nushfjord. My number 18 is Fields of Arl by Uwe Rosenberg. I still really like this as a two-player game. I've never played it at three, but I still really like it as a two-player game. I like what the expansion adds and powering up your actions and how that sort of changes up with some buildings and, and that sort of thing. And this is really good as a solo game. In fact, there are challenges that are, I think, on BGG with the game that you can go for. Monthly challenges, I think, that they were that they were rolling out for a while. I don't know if they still are, where you can try to hit a certain score by doing certain things, um, you know, with certain rules in place. It's 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 a great game. Yeah, we still need to get the three-player version played. Yeah, I'm up for it. I'd definitely like to see how that works. My number 18, Fields of Arl. All right, well, my number 18, I believe, is going to be our first three-way crossover. And so, obviously, I'm going to be the highest on the list on this one. And that is going to be uh, Mr. Chad Jensen from GMT Games' Dominant Species. Uh, I just absolutely fell in love with this game. I had played it two-player, like, I don't know, years ago with with a friend of mine, Scott. And obviously at two players, maybe it just didn't quite come through exactly how the game, definitely didn't come through of how the game really was. But when we have recently played it and we've played it at, uh, you know, five and six players, wow, does this game just hum. I mean, it is is mean. It is thought-provoking. It is... You know, uh, everything about it just really is is your decisions really make a difference. And one little thing a player can do and all of a sudden, boom, you can be without any of your species out on the board at, at all. And it's just like, oh, my goodness. But yet doesn't necessarily mean you're completely out of the game either. I mean, uh, I mean, it can hurt, but you can might be able to get back at somebody. It's just really great player interaction. And yeah, that's that's definitely why this one is is high on my list. And I could see this actually climbing even higher in years to come. Right. It might be the meanest. Honestly, I don't know if we've done a mean games draft, but I would certainly have this on my list if I could get to it. <laughs> yeah, it is super mean for sure. And but uh, you definitely want that higher player count, uh, as Clef knows. When he was it a three player game that you tried to play? He said two. Well, I tr- well well no 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 I tried it at three. Well, here after I knew how to play it better, I tried it at three, and I tried the variant where everybody was using uh, playing two species. And oh I couldn't even finish the game. Oh I did not like it. It was too much. Yes, it is too much. Holy, game's hard enough to kick Carol one, right. more or less two. <laughs> so I said, no, I'm out. And I was actually, I was doing it with uh, my wife and Mason. And so when I, I said, I'm out, I can't do this. And then my wife and Mason are like, okay, well, we're going to try it two player and each try to play three species. Oh. And I was like, you guys are crazy. My gosh. Wow. Mad props to you Missy. That's amazing. Crazy. That's amazing. Good for her. Holy cow. Uh, yeah. So, all right. There is my number 18 dominant species. All right. My number 18 is Roll for the Galaxy. It was my number 24 last year. So it is also climbing a little bit. Uh, once again, I mean, the pandemic has helped this one out <laughs> just because at the beginning of the pandemic and lockdown, I would play about five games of this every night on uh, BGA, just play five live games a night, pretty much. Um, I, I know I already have wow. over 100 plays this year of it. 
online and then I've played it 30 or 40 times in uh, in person. It's another game that uh, Jessica and I will bring out and we both know it so well that, I mean, you can knock out a game and especially a two-player game in like 25, 30 minutes. Um, it is, I, I love Race for the Galaxy as well. Uh, that just doesn't get played as much and I, I don't know why I don't play that one online as much. Maybe just because I know the tiles and everything uh, for Roll for the Galaxy so well. Uh, but yeah, I, I just love that that whole system, you know, Roll for the Galaxy, San Juan, Race for the Galaxy, all that. Uh, this one just happens to, to top the list for me for it. Yeah, I I mean, I I think you, I remember when you talked about this last year and uh, and you said you prefaced it by saying Chad hates this game, which which I don't. <laughs> I don't hate it. I just I much rather play Race. But yeah, so there we go. My number eighteen, Roll for the Galaxy. So my number 17 is one that's already been named by, I think, both of you. And uh, I just, it's up higher, I guess. Uh, last year, it was at 23, so it didn't it didn't move up a lot. But I, I just love the combination of mechanisms in this game. Brussels 1893 is, is a great game to me because there are so many things at play. You basically have the auction, you have the area majority sort of, you, you've got worker placement as well. It has some really nice combos to it. There's some fun kind of interaction in messing with people's uh, selling, buying and selling of things, uh, as well as kind of that track where you can make people's uh, people's helpers go to jail. I, I, I really enjoy this game. Yeah, it's a solid, good game. Uh, I still had it on my list, obviously. It was a little bit higher up for me. But uh, still would love playing this game. And it's one of the few Euros that I think I'll play at five. I, I still think it, it flows well at five. Yeah. Yeah. I love the higher player count. And it was uh, it was 25 on my list this year is uh, 34 last year. So definitely climbing. Um, and, and honestly, I don't I don't even know if it's still in print, but I don't know why it, it doesn't ha- it has not done as well. But more people need to give it a shot. Agreed. My number 17, Brussels, 1893. All right, well, my number 17, uh, another game that used to be in my top 10, so it has dropped, but, you know, not by much. I mean, still very, very solid game. Uh, One of the just great Euros, in my opinion, ever made out there, and that is Grand Austria Hotel. I like the fact that uh, you have dice drafting in it, which is one of my, you know, things that I do really enjoy. Um, you've got a lot of things to worry about. You got to take care of your customers. You got to make sure that you're, uh, you know, keeping up on your money. And then you also got to make sure that you're doing that emperor track. You kind of got to juggle it all together. Um, now I definitely am in the camp where I really just like it at two player. I don't really like it at more than that. Uh, maybe if all three players know what they're doing really well, I would play it. But for the most part, I just like to keep it at two and, uh, but Always an enjoyable game for me. And, you know, I'll, I'll look forward to playing the expansion because I guess I know somebody at least will buy it somewhere. Uh, maybe Richie will cut. Richie, did you he, take your backing off of it? Is that what you told me? I did. I bought some Age of Steam maps. Oh, man. No, <laughs> I didn't buy that it either because totally I knew Richie had it. So. <laughs> oh, well, it's not too late, is it? Still got to be going on or is it over? No, I, I, think, it's, maybe, I think it's maybe, over. It's over, but maybe you can over? late pledge or something. Okay. Who knows? Well, well, I mean, you'll be able to say. buy it at retail. That, that's <laughs> part of the thing that 
why I dropped it. So yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. You, you'll get it there. Or we know Michelle had. That <laughs> yeah, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So every day I see uh, Michelle back this <laughs> on Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do. I do really like this game. Like I said, it fell a lot, but uh, it's still on my list for good reason. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So that was uh, my number 17, Grand Austria Hotel. Uh, my number 17, I was hoping we were going to link up on this again, Clef. Uh, my number 17 is Santa Maria. It was my 18 last Ooh. year, so it just took one step forward. I pretty much only play with Clef. <laughs> so we're on the same well, level yeah. uh, skill-wise, and we can knock out games very quickly. If you have not played this and you like the, the comboing and, you know, figuring out how your dice are going to go and all the planning that goes involved in this game that that is involved in this game and how quickly it plays out. I mean, you should check it out. I, it, it needs to be more popular. Uh, the theme is terrible. Uh, the happiness points. I don't know why they didn't include five point chips, but whatever, <laughs> just play the game. Uh, they just wanted a whole bunch of those creepy smiling faces. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't understand the happiness points and I don't understand. They have, don't they have they have hundred point chips in there? Don't they? They do. Yes. And no five point yes. chips. Hundred point chips. I've I I don't think I've ever made it to hundred points even at the end of the game. But that's okay. <laughs> they got hundred point chips, and I think I'm pretty good at the game. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, I love it. Me and you can knock out a game of that in in an hour at yeah. best. You know, I mean, I think sometimes we've been quicker than that. Um, yeah, it's it's a great game. Um, you know, no spoiler. I mean, this come this is coming up on my list here in a while. I love it too. Uh, actually, and, that uh, is a spoiler. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> okay spoiler it's coming up on my list all right <laughs> okay my number 16 uh we talked about the last year's list and having lighter games and really allowing for that and i did have this actually um the first year we did this i had it even uh, higher than it is now but uh, it was at number 50 last year, and that's Stiekelm. So Stiekelm is, or Stickem, is actually my favorite trick-taking game. Now, I like Skulking, like everybody else in this group and many in our, in our larger play group. But Stiekelm, I enjoy especially because my family really likes it. My son, this is his favorite trick-taker too, and he giggles with glee to stick people with the pain suit that they don't want. And uh, so we play it at three, which is a, a really good count for it, I feel like. And I just really, really enjoy the game. And I, I enjoy uh, trying to manage, you know, sticking people while maybe once in a while occasionally taking a trick. Uh, it's, it's a fun sort of reverse on the genre. Yeah, that's my highest rated trick taker as well. Like I said, three is... Basically, the the perfect player count, in my opinion, if everyone knows the game really well. Right. My biggest thing for that game is sometimes it's hard to teach people. You know, yeah. I, I've taught it a few times where people just look at you and they're like, I just don't get it. And then they'll play it and they're just they're just so bad at it that it just doesn't bring out the fun. Of it the game. can fall really flat. You're right. Yeah. So but uh, but when you got people that know how to play it, you are right. It does have a lot of uh has a lot of good moments of uh, getting to screw people, which is always yeah. fun. So. That's my number 16, Steak Elm. All right. Well, my number 16 is Lorenzo El Magnifico. So uh, 
still an amazing game. The expansion has made this game a an even better. Um, I've, I've enjoyed it since the first time I've ever played it, and I'll still play this uh, to this day. I, it's still a great game, still very, very high on my list. Certainly has dropped a little bit. Once again, this was a little bit more closer to my top 10, um, but still nothing wrong with this game and will always play it. And obviously I know I've got... Uh, Richie, who will definitely always play this game and That's right. uh, with me, but yeah, so I always love this. Well, game. it's it's on my list too. It was just a a little yeah. bit farther back, but uh, I you know I really sure. like it. I just I don't always get to play it as much, but yeah, man, that expansion. I mean, it ramps it up right away. You feel like you're in the thick of it right away when you're bidding for those powers. You know, it's it's like a game within a game. I think there are some other games where like you know, okay, you have to start with. I can do this in, you know, I can name this many of this sort of category, you know, the party game. And that's sort of what that feels like. It's like, I can win this game with one log. Let me do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it just gets crazy. One log. Uh, all right. So that was my number 16, Lorenzo El Magnifico. All right. My number 16. And this was a, a little bit of a drop. Uh, it was my number seven last Ooh. year. It's down to 16, and that is 51st State Master Set. Mm. And, wow. And I mean, honestly, it's really just because it. I basically play it solo now. Jessica's not a huge fan of the Imperial Settlers or 51st State uh, system all that much. Uh, she liked the Empires of the North, but I didn't, so <laughs> I got rid of that. <laughs> and you're like, I'm throwing it <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> but I still love this game. It's... Super mean. It could if yeah. We should do a draft of uh, mean games and yeah, we can we can make some picks here. Um, but yeah, super mean game. Super in your face. Uh, you're just and well, you can't build your decks in this one like you can in Imperial Settlers. But you have a bunch of different factions that have slight differences to them, and they've been releasing more here uh, recently, uh, especially with their their expansions. It's, the expansions are also really good. Uh, change up the way the, the game plays, but just a solid. Uh, card game if uh, you get the chance to play it good pick i i still like uh, i mean i will still play it i did sell my version of this just because i had imperial settlers and empires of the north but you know i I still enjoy the system i see i see what you enjoy about it yep solid system so that's 51st state master set my number is 16 my number 15 is a two-player only game which I really got into last year. It did make my it did make my list last year, but uh, it was it was farther down the list, so it's moved up. It was at twenty eight last year, and it is Watergate from Capstone. I just really like this game a lot. I like the playtime of it. I love the card driven nature. I love when you get to know the decks that you are constantly sweating, going okay. I am the editor and I'm going to play this card and I'm going to, you know, now's the time I'm going to play it. And then Nixon puts out his card, which you knew that they had, but you thought maybe they wouldn't play it yet. And it says you take away the power of that card or Nixon plays a card that just ends the round. You know, those kinds of things. Once you know, because they're not huge decks, once you know what those decks are and how how much back and forth there is. I mean, it's a 30 minute game, maybe that Oh, it's just. I love it. It's it's a chef's kiss for me. Okay. I, it doesn't get too repetitive or the same for you playing that much? Or? I, I, no, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to for me. That game, like I said, I like that I know what cards the other person has and that, mm. uh, you know, 
I'm I'm planning on that because you 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 draw cards randomly, so you're never going to have the same hand of cards. You know what I mean? And so what I draw is what I have to work with, and then I'm wondering what the other person has. You know? Right. I just I I, okay. I feel like it's like you know it's like poker uses the same deck of cards too, but it you know it's the way that they're that they come up for you. You know, and it, and it's that trying to suss out what you're partner has or your opponent has and, and what you're going with gotcha okay nice so that's my number 15 watergate all right well my number 15 is well it may be the meanest game on my list but i mean by the meanest is the game is the meanest to you and that is from splatter spelling antiquity Ah, boy, this game is, it's hard. It is, it beats you down and it is relentless and you have really got to make sure that you do everything right because if you make a mistake or you run out of wood or something like that and forget about it, you are, you're done. You're going to have a city that is full of graves and you're going to have a village or whatever full of pollution it's just going to be bad. And uh, I really like the mental challenge of this game of, of uh, trying to figure out how to, you know, make sure that I don't go too much into uh, graves and pollution. And then yet, I, the other thing I love about it is, is you always can choose how you want to try to win the game. And I think that's just such a cool thing. You know, it's uh, uh, just just an interesting most games you know it's like here's how you win and everybody's going for the same thing and in antiquity you get to choose at some point during the game it's not even at the beginning of the game you just get to choose somewhere in the game you build a cathedral and all of a sudden you say okay this is what i'm going to do and certainly as you start to grow your your countryside i guess is what it should be said and you start to get close to other people, then you can start dumping pollution over in their area, and it becomes a very interactive game out on the board. And there's just, I love all, everything about this game. Yeah, I mean, what you just said right there with the conditions, the wind conditions, which is, again, it feels like sometimes if you if you want the special powers and you, and you go for all of it at once, uh, that, that feels like you're taking a dare on sometimes. I mean, you get all those bonuses, but you're going to also have to do a lot. I love that part of the game. And then, of course, like I said, uh, it feels like a co-op in the beginning in that if you don't plan well enough, you can't move right in easily to somebody's territory. So that comes a little bit later, it feels like. But if you don't plan well enough in the beginning, it feels like a co-op where the game is beating you down so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I still need to play it. I did buy a copy and I got the second edition, which the only thing I, I well, obviously I haven't played it, but the, the thing that I don't like so far is that the box is the size of my five-year-old. <laughs> but other than that, I'm really excited to play the game. Did you pick up the uh, the geek bits for it? I did. Yeah. I, I ordered those yeah, okay, along with yeah. it. So yeah, we yep. you got to teach me or I just got to read the rules, one of the two. Yeah, we got quite a few games that we keep saying that. There's yep. there's some ones that we definitely got to get you played. All right. Well, that was my number 15, Antiquity. All right. My number 15, and uh, it was my number 17 last year, and that is Great Western Trail. Uh, it is uh, the second best Alexander Fister game out there. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, once again, this is a, a play so smoothly 
the the combos that you can create in it. It's you know when you're setting up, like if you're playing with the buildings and you're setting, you're playing the builder strategy. You're setting all that all up. If you're playing with the expansion, uh, setting that all up with your the rails to the north. It is just a great game, a solid Euro game. So Great Western Trail. You might notice that I agreed with you. Mombasa was my higher than uh, Great Western Trail too. So no, yeah, that's true. I I really respect both of you for many of your opinions. That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, when it really comes right down to it, I love Mombasa too. It's such a it's a great game, and I certainly can see where you would you would you would uh, like that one. Uh, I mean, you know, even if you are wrong, because Great Western Trail is better. But well, anyways, I mean, I'm not turning down a player either one. So there you go. Yeah, there we there go. go. There's a good. That's the way to put it. <laughs> Well, my number 14 is a game I don't own, first off, okay? And second off, I have had uh, three plays of this game, and I have never played it in person. So that's a really unusual thing for me. Wow. Right? That's super unusual. But uh, my number 14 is 1889 Shikoku Railways of Japan. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, another 18xx. The reason it is higher on this list is because it has harder edges than uh, than 1830. Or excuse me, it has harder edges than 18 Chesapeake. It is another good introductory game. In fact, Cole Worley talked about it uh, when we had the mailbag question about which 18xx to start with, because I, I don't know if 18 Chessie was widely available at the time, but he liked that one. It is a tighter map, which is interesting. It has less hexes than 18 Chesapeake does. It has less public companies. Uh, but I do think the privates are a little less wonky. Uh, there are less reserved spaces. Like uh, in 18 Chesapeake, there are certain privates that ha- basically give you the power to, to run a certain hex um, on the board. It has less of those. And uh, it, it has sharper edges in the, in the market. Um, it is easier to go bankrupt and you can get caught in a corner if you don't play well, um, with a couple of the companies. And, uh, so it, it's, it's a little bit sharper. It's a little bit more prone to having some bankruptcies and it plays well at two. So I enjoy the short play time as well as opposed to 1830. So that's why it's on my list at, uh, at 14. So how fast is a two player game? Uh, two player game is still about, I think the last one I had was about two, two and a half, three hours, somewhere in between there. Um, it helped that. No, it's not. And it helped that it was over 18XX, 18XX games, I think is Toby's site. And man, that helps a lot. And you can see what I love that he put in that you can see what the last run of each company was too on there. So once you get comfortable with it, I, it's actually, and I know I'm partial to 18XX games, but it's one of my favorite sites to play uh, an online game on because of the way it's set up. Nice. Okay. So that's my number 14, 1889. All right. My number 14 is going to answer everybody's question. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> so, you know, when I make my list, I, I will admit that, you know, I, I go on the feel of that moment. And, you know, last year... When we did this in January, I had literally played about 30 games of Mari Kaibo, just like, boom, like just crazily like. And I still think it is an absolutely amazing game. But I think when I did it, I think I was a little 
little premature and I was a little excited maybe to have a new number one. But when I really come down to thinking about where does this game lie, I think this is going to be a very solid right in the upper, you know, uh, top, you know, like top 15-ish type of area. And so number 14 does land Mari Kaibo. So it, it did obviously is my biggest drop for sure, dropping 13 uh, places. But don't get me wrong. This is still an amazing game. I still, you know, would anybody would say, hey, let's play it. I'm still up for it. I think it plays great at two, three, and four. Um, still love it just because all of a sudden it's not in my number one or in my top, you know, 10 even does not mean this isn't a game that I still love. And I just want to make sure to emphasize that. And Hey, you know, that's, that's who I am. I don't know. Maybe in years it will move back up. I, I don't know at this moment, but I feel pretty comfortable right now. It being right at that number 14 level. I mean, we, we all did expect it to drop, but I mean, would you say you putting it at number one last year then was a premature exclamation? Uh, like I said, I mean, <laughs> I, I just, I go with my feel of the time and that just happened to be at that moment. And, you know, I'm not, I'm certainly not uh, trying to uh, justify it or make excuses or anything. I mean, at the, at that time, it legitimately was my favorite game of all time. And, you know, after time, I think, you know, the, maybe a little bit of that, uh, you know, Richie melatonin haze, you know, <laughs> faded away. And I said, okay, you know, it's a good game, but it's probably, it's not my number one. That's for sure. You know, and, and I'll be quite honest. I have really changed a lot in my game liking a lot in a year's time. Yes, you so, have. Yeah, you know, yeah. Sure. So a year ago for, you know, it definitely was, you know, now, you know, no, it's, you know, it's number 14, which is, Hey, that's still out of the number of games I've played in my lifetime. 14 is a pretty darn solid oh, yes. number. I'll tell oh, you yes. that much. Yeah. So. Right. And I definitely knew it was your number one last year when you were playing it solo. That was, yeah. that in itself was crazy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that certainly hasn't happened since back then either. So yeah. So. <laughs> Richie, have you been slipping cleft melatonin? <laughs> Every once in a while when I'm over there. Okay. Just cr- yeah, crush yeah, it up and put hey. it on the uh, the pizza pie guy uh, burger. On my pizza? <laughs> on my burger? You shouldn't do that because then, little. then he goes to sleep during the instructions and wins anyway. Uh, yeah. well, you know, that's how I play. All right. So that's my number 14, uh, Mr. Alexander Fister and Mari Kaibo. All right. My number 14 was my number 10 last year. So just a little bit of a drop, but not uh, honestly, I, I think I feel the same way about this game. I think it's just been pushed down a, a few spots and that's Kemet. Uh, so I love, I love the tech tree in Kemet. I love the in your face play. It's dudes on a map uh, where, you know, turn one, you could be fighting. So I like that, you know, there's no turtling in this game. Uh, I did back the blood and sand. I think that's the, uh, the re it's like a, a Kemet point two that they're, they're coming out with. Uh, so that, I think it just went into production. So hopefully get that sometime next year. So I'm excited to see they, they made a few changes, streamlined a few things in it and added, uh, a couple cool looking pieces to the game. So excited to see where it ends up next year after playing that. This is, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm seeing this on your list. It wouldn't, it wouldn't seem right if this wasn't on your list. So this is very much a Richie game and I'm glad it's in there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm surprised it's, you know, I thought it'd still be in your top 10. Um, but do you think maybe it's dropped a little bit because it's not a game 
that you're gonna you wouldn't play with like chatter i very often anymore um i mean that that definitely hurts games obviously if i if because you guys are my main group <laughs> you know i see you guys every week uh you know when we're not in pandemic times and you know the games that are getting to the table obviously are going to be top of mind uh, but yeah, I, I think with this one, it, honestly, I really do think it just it got pushed down just a few spots. I'll still play this anytime, throw it on the table. I'm excited to play. And then, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see what they did with the .2 version that I backed. Okay. Yeah, I am. I, hey, I'm definitely there and I will play it with you. So when you do get that. All right. Well, that's my number 14, Kemet. Okay. My number 13 is a game that uh, has been mentioned, I think, by both of you already. It has actually uh, risen two spots since last year. It is just my feel-good game because of points. It just feels good to play this game. And because of the expansion that Clef has already named, it is variable enough that I want to play it again and again. Uh, Even though I've been gaming solo more, I haven't played this solo game and I think I need to but Russian Railroads is is my number 13. I just I really like this game. Just the feeling of the combos and the building out of your track and getting stuff to line up the way you want to but then also trying to make sure you get to the spots you need to before somebody else does. It just it it feels good to play. It's almost like a grilled cheese game for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Comfort food. I get yep. It. I could eat a little grilled cheese right now. That sounds kind of good. Or a cheeseburger. <laughs> or a cheeseburger. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> All right. So that's my number that's 13, Russian Railroads. All right. With more specifically German yes, G- or American? German. I mean, I like, don't more get me German. wrong. I like American and own that too. It's just that uh, I, I like some of the uh, modules that you can take in or leave out in german and, and that sort of yeah. thing so playing we've been playing this sure. online uh, on bga just the base game because that's all they have on there and i, I realize how bad i am at the base game <laughs> right <laughs> doing terrible in it yeah i i it, it's still enjoyable but i definitely like either the german or the american versions uh much much better i think than the than the russian there yeah. are no. there are less spots i think where you have to do a certain thing that's sort of prescripted in the german version Richie, you brought up a good point. I think that uh, there are so many of these games, and I've played so much over the last year, that I feel like, oh, you, this game is this high on your list, but you've only played it this many times so far, you know, this year and stuff. Like, it, it just feels like, you know, I never get enough chance to play the games that I really, really enjoy. And it's not a boo-hoo, woe is me, but it just it surprises me sometimes with that. Yeah, it is tough. Okay, well, that is uh, number 13, Russian Railroads. All right. Well, my number 13. Um, so I guess for me, Richie, it just moved up just a little bit more. I was hoping, you know, <laughs> you'd be up a, a little bit more. And that is going to be Santa Maria. We really already kind of chatted about it when Richie said it. Uh, just a fantastic, you know, tile laying game, uh, you know, um, dice drafting terrific game anybody else you want to learn it i am more than happy to teach it to you yes the graphic design is horrible and the happy faces are just atrocious but other than that this game is top tier and yep i'll just move on from that and that was my number 13 santa maria uh my number 13 uh this is a big drop uh this was my number two last year Ooh. and uh Whoa. clef you also had this game drop on your list and 
Uh, that is The Voyages of Marco Polo uh, slash mm. Marco Polo 2. I consider those the same game. Yeah, I think it's just over this past year, the games that we've been playing, uh, those midway Euros where there's not as much interaction, they they have suffered over this past year uh, as far as yeah. staying up there. I still love this. I'll still play it anytime. Um, I play a lot on Board Game Arena. But uh, when I'm going through and I'm looking at all these games, it it came in at number 13. Yeah, and isn't that funny? I mean, it's funny that that, you know, Marco Polo 2 came out, which can only, you know, make that game better. And in my opinion, you know, you can Mm -hmm. play it more different ways and you picked up the expansion. But, you know, like like you said, tastes have changed. And it's just something that was a little bit more interesting is not as interesting. Right, exactly. Yeah, it was still a great game. We still really enjoy it. It just is not quite. There's other games now that we we find more entertaining, maybe is the best way to put it. Yep. So that is my number 13, The Voyages of Marco Polo. Well, hey, we're coming up to the end of our list, but uh, I got to get a drink of water, and now's a great time for a commercial break. So let's listen to Clef Yammer on for a second. How many times have you spent more time getting your board game set up than playing it? Well, if you have, then you need an insert from 3D Bitspace. They make great ones from Marco Polo to Grand Austria Hotel. You can even contact the owner, Ryan, about a custom insert. So head on over to Etsy.com and search 3D Bitspace. And when you order, also send Ryan an email and mention Punchboard Paradise and receive a free hex tray. Get to playing games and not setting them up. All right. Well, gentlemen, here we go. The last few picks of this episode. We are down to number 12. It is a new game to this list. And uh, we just talked to the we just talked about this game just recently. And I said how much I really, really liked this game. It didn't quite make it to my top 10, but Imperial Struggle is right on knocking at the door there. So nice. Wow. I know. I I really like this game. Now, we've talked about it. The biggest ding is it is a four hour two player game, which is very hard. But uh, I played this a couple times with Joe on Tabletop Simulator. And even though he spanks me every time now, I have made it to the end. Uh, a few times but like he he always beats me but it's still an, a very enjoyable game it's it's a great game I, I can't say enough good about it yeah i just got my copy in uh, a couple days ago getting ready to test that marriage <laughs> so it goes <laughs> so do what we talked about and like just play through an age and, and a war or two and then leave it and go do something else for a yeah. little bit i mean clef get that couch ready for me that's all <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I got, I, hey, I got the sheets right over here and a pillow. Yep, I'm good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> nah, I honestly, I think I'll be really interested to see what Jessica thinks of it because I, I have a feeling I think she's going to like it. Yeah, I just got to get her past that initial teach. I, I think if I get her past that, because the actual me- mechanisms of the game are not that hard. Yeah, I, I wish there was an easier way to teach it, almost like a just let's get going and try, but it's there's just so much. You just can't do yeah. it. You, you gotta it is really hard. Kind of go through Because the like, thing about it is you're keeping track of so many things at once. That's really what it is. Once you get the mechanisms, it's it's keeping track of all those things. So yeah. I would say uh I would say play with the variant. It'll probably make Jessica happier. I don't know if you guys have played with it, where the war tiles that you put down on the wars uh, you get to distribute them to the theaters you want to. You get to look at them, but you can put them where you want. I would play that way. Hmm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm. 
I'm glad to see it that high on your list, Chad. I mean, that's that's a little bit higher than what I even put it at. I, I still feel like I want a few more plays. And, sure. you know, after the Mari Kaibo disaster from last year, I want to make sure game actually belongs up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's at my number 12, Imperial Struggle. All right. Well, my number 12 is new to the list. And I, I am going to name a specific game. But I am going to say with the caveat of it is kind of lumping this game type all together uh, in this. And the game I'm going to name is Liberty or Death. And obviously what I'm referring to is, but I'm kind of saying this is my coin game slot. Mm -hmm. Um, I've certainly played Liberty or Death more than all the rest of the, the coin games. You know, I've gotten a couple of plays of Pendragon, a couple of Gandhi, a couple of, uh, uh, well, actually, I've only gotten one of Fallen Sky. So some of these I haven't quite gotten up to the three threshold, but certainly Liberty or Death I have. But like I said, this is kind of all those together. But specifically, Liberty or Death is just such a fantastic, wonderful, just... Uh, that, you know, you got the, the the aspect of the cards where are you going to take an action or are you going to try to pass and try to get a different action? Uh, you know, obviously the, the player interaction of trying to figure out, okay, you know, if you're the British, how do you make Washington not be able to use his really good advantage? You know, how do you do that? If you're the, you know, the Patriots, certainly how do you use that? And then I love the team aspect of you've got a person with you that you're kind of trying to work together you're both trying to win, but you're both working together to try to, you know, to, uh, you know, to, to get to your um, in-game type of victory uh, condition. And uh, I think a couple, both, and for, you know, Richie, a couple of times me and you have played together. It's been a lot of fun. We've, we've actually worked really well together. Now, granted, I've come out on top both those times, <laughs> but it was still a lot of fun to do that. And uh, I, I love the, I love the coin system. I love the, the the card driven system of you know you've got the the four factions on the top and they're all you know in random different orders and when it, your faction you might be up and you might think well i'm going to take an action but i'm going to have to do something that's like a little bit not as good of action so my you know whoever following me doesn't get that good of action or maybe i pass so i can get another card because oh my goodness look at the how that that special ability whatever it is just absolutely love it. Um, every single one of them I've played, I've loved. Uh, the only one that I played Cuba Libre as my first one, and I don't remember it as much because boy, a lot of stuff went on when I first played it. Um, but all the rest of them I've loved, and I would I would love to play them all again. And the only negative about them is obviously is the time commitment. Mm-hmm. And really... You got to play four players, in my opinion. You know, they, they're they're four player games, and they 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 shine at four players, and that's that's really the negative about it. It's it's hard to sometimes get the okay. We're just going to have these four people, and then you know, hey, we need five six hours, you know, just blocked off so we can for sure get in a full long game or whatever. So that's really the only negative I would say about. Yeah, it. I mean, this would have been on my list too, if not for the only one play that I've had with a pretty deficient partner. Uh, but I will say, <laughs> I will say that I want many more plays. I mean, I own Gandhi and Cuba Libre 
and I just haven't gotten to play him yet except solo. So I, I just I, I want more plays of it. And I, I think I know you said Liberty or Death is a two player game, but uh, or can be a two player game. But I feel like I like having four with the negotiation in there. You know, like you're not you're not literally negotiating and trading favors necessarily, but you're talking at the table about different things. I, I, I a hundred percent. I only want to play it for a player. I, I don't, once again, it's almost like playing dominant species when I'm trying to run two different uh, species. It's like trying to run two factions. I don't enjoy that. I mm. like having that interaction, you know, where Richie's like, ah, you know, well, I can do this for you. And okay, well, Richie, I'll do this for you. I like that. I think that that's, you know, as far as if I'm talking about a co-op game, I mean, that's about the closest I'm going to get to a co-op type of game. So I, I only want to play it at four players. Now, my friend Brent, he likes playing them all at two player. He would prefer to always play two factions. And that's, I don't know. He's, yeah. he's just a lot smarter than me. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely I, I I grouped them together. I put them on uh, when I the 144 that I was ranking. I just put coin uh, on there. Um, I've only gotten to play. I played Liberty of Death three times, Gandhi once, and then Pendragon once. So it it has not cracked the top 50 yet, but it's it's there and it's climbing. I've I've P500. I think all the coin games that are available for P500 right now. I'm really excited for Red Dust Rebellion. That one's going to be interesting. It's going to be the first one that's not based upon actual history. So it's, yeah, well, obviously, because I don't, I don't think we have anybody on Mars yet. So. <laughs> not yet. Can you still not P five hundred that? Uh, yes, yes, you can. Okay, because uh, yeah, I hadn't done that yet, and I, I, I'm definitely gonna, gonna give that a shot. That's kind of, I mean, it's a little bit different, but I don't know because it's card driven. Sometimes uh, that's sort of what the expanse reminded me of. Oh uh, yeah, I can see that. All right. Well, that was my number twelve the coin system or specifically liberty or death. All right. My number 12, uh, it was my number 11 last year. I'll be honest with you. This is <laughs> it just, I just have a soft spot for this game. I don't know if it's going to be here next year. It's been here. It's been hanging around this spot for a long time. Uh, and that's uh, Orleans or Orleans. Uh, it is, you know, it's a midweight bag builder Euro. You're pulling them out. I love the trade and intrigue uh, expansion, uh, but it's definitely one that it, it it comes out less and less, and I still love the game. Uh, obviously, I have it at my number twelve, but I can honestly, I can see it starting to fall off, uh, and that will probably be next year. You know, here's the thing about that game, though. I, I had it in my top one hundred when I made my whole list, and it it didn't make the top fifty. But that I feel like is one of those games that when you play it, you're like, oh yeah, I like this game. You know, yeah, you, I'm always happy when I play. Yeah, it. exactly, and. I mean, I played it solo. I played it co-op. I played it with the trade and intrigue when I play it, you know, uh, competitively. And uh, mm -hmm. I like all of them. Yeah. Uh, and it, you definitely need the expansions for me as far as uh, that's what bumps it up higher. Uh, if it was just a base game, uh, this definitely would have fallen probably a long time ago. But uh, yeah, if you the trade and intrigue expansion is a must. Uh, and then the co-op one is, is fun. If you get a chance to play that, I would definitely check it out uh, if you have... Uh, any players that are really into co-ops? Hmm. I don't know. For me, I mean, I got rid of this game quite a while ago, and I'll be honest with you, I just, I haven't even ever thought of even coming close to like, oh man, I wish I could play that. Uh, it kind of ran its course for me. You know, I'd call it really kind of a lightweight Euro uh, with that bag building in there. And it just, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I would ever say no to it, but I'm certainly going to, a lot of other games I would rather play it, kind of how I feel about that one. Yeah, I can see it. All right. All right, that's my number 12, Orleon. 
Last ones, guys. This one is number 11. It actually fell a few spots because it was in my top 10 last year at number six, and that is The Estates. Oh, man, I love this game. I just, it's one of those games that uh, it feels kind of like a party game to me uh, because you're just, you know, it's bombastic and you're just, you know, making people ticked off and trying to talk people into agreeing to help finish a row and it's got these little colorful blocks but really you just want to throw them at people's heads sometimes and it's just it's it's fun it is just so much fun uh, i i i love you know it's a it's a quick game too both of you i know have already had it on your list it's just one that it's a great it's a great game to play i know when we were at Origins, Clef spent time with uh, Capstone teaching it to people, and that, that would be a great way to uh, to do demos because there's not a lot of rules, and it's just so much fun to play the people playing the game. Yeah, if you get the right group together, that, that game is fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's my last one of this uh, group, number 11, The Estates. All right, for my last one, and oh, this is, it, it was painful for this not to be in my top 10, but uh you know when i get to that top 10 those games they just a little bit more and i think the number one reason why i think this one's at 11 and not quite in my top 10 is it is another one of those games where four players is a must you cannot play this game two player or three player it loses a just it loses too much of the game and the interaction of the game and that is wildcatters I love this game. I love the uh, trying to stick somebody with a loan, you know, basically make them run out of their shares that they have to pay to everybody. And that moment when they look at you and they're like, oh, man, and they got to go put a cube up on that little spot and take a loan. It's that, oh, yeah, because loans are so painful in this game and they're so expensive to pay back. And it's and but not only that, but it's really a uh, really thinky game on trying to figure out where are you going to build and how many workers do you want to spend and then um, when you do sell your oil do you want to get shares out of yours or do you want to put your barrels down there so then that way you're getting that area majority which obviously is a big way to to win points at the end of the game Um, I don't ever really mind the length of this game even since it is long and it does you know, especially in, uh, I think our Slack channel, we a lot was talking about this the other day where it gets, especially the later rounds, it gets slower and slower because everybody's trying to figure out how to, you know, get uh, as many barrels as they can down there. But I still, the, the time doesn't bother me. I enjoy this and I always, every game I've always played at it. Like I said, the small knock is you got to play it at four. That's the only thing. I, this would be on my list if I hadn't had just the one sort of abbreviated play, but you know, it's, it's, it, I love the interaction. I love the, you know, what you said, the way that you piggyback on each other in certain ways. And then the way that you move to screw each other with loans. Yeah. It, it just uh, cracked the top 50 for me. Uh, definitely with more plays would probably keep creeping up there. And, and like I said, as far as the time, I mean, honestly, and maybe it's because we played Pendragon this year. Every Euro game now feels like, you know, if it's over, you know, if it's that two, three hour range, maybe even four, it feels like nothing. Yeah. Remember that big long game of Arkwright we had? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like nothing now. (laughs) No big deal. No, no big deal. All right. So that's my number 11, Wildcatters. All right. So my number 11, it was my number 19 last year. 
Ooh, and it, yep, climber. it's climbing. Uh, it's climbing. It, it, even though I'm, I'm not going to be able to play it much here recently because Jessica has confessed that she does not like this game. And <laughs> so, Chad, you are truly the only one uh, that yes. I know that's going to play Matai and I with me. Uh, and it is actually Josh enjoyed it. I think I we talked Josh when I was yeah. when my knee was busted. When he did enjoy it, so we'll have to I'll have to see if I can wrangle him in. Yeah, um, you even said that the last the uh, the last uh, top yeah, fifty that we did. So you need to work harder <laughs> on Josh. Just put the I need to work harder on Josh. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, I love it. It is a fantastic card game. Uh, it is hard to teach. Uh, although if you jump into our Slack channel, uh, Jamie has had a lot of success teaching people uh, in his area. And has, uh, he even uh, has a couple of notes, like teaching notes that he's posted a couple of times in there. Uh, so I definitely recommend that. Uh, but once you get someone over the hump and they understand what's going on, uh, it is a game that just, it hums. It, you can play it quickly. You can knock out a few hands. We need to play the, the expansion more. I'm mm-hmm. sure I said that last time as well. We still haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love it. I, I love playing the game and I'm done working on Jessica. She's she's done with it, she said. So maybe <laughs> so once what, a quarter, she, she'll play it. Did she mention what she doesn't like about it? Um, No, I think it's just she like because obviously at the house, there's like certain games that hit the table all the time. And this one does not come out as much just because she she wasn't in love with it the first time. And I honestly think you need to play this like four or five, four or five times back to back just so you, the, the rules really sink in. Yep. Because once you really understand the rules, it's not a difficult game. It's right. pretty easy. It's just that there's, you know, all this, it has its own language as far as, you know, you know draw a card into your waiting area is, is praying. And, you know, crafting the cards and all that. Once you get it down, though, it, it is very simple. Oh, not simple, but it's <laughs> it's not that bad. Right. And she has just never really been willing to, to do that, to play those like four or five games back to back. I can understand that. She's not the only one. It's yeah. just this is another one of those games. And I'm so glad that uh, that you and I share that because I just I really like that game, too. Yeah. It, solid game. And uh, that is Matai and I. All right. Those are some good games, I feel like, fellas. I think a lot of really good, solid games, and I'm excited next episode to hear our top tens. It'll be fun to uh, to see how things have changed and try to guess try to guess those. Yeah, well, I've already got both of your lists nailed down. <laughs> I got them. You well, remember, you got to get the right place, too. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, I did, I did say it. the no same problem. thing last time, too. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to get those top tens, uh, and I... At the end of that, I'll give my the the eleven that fell out. As okay, well. cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Should uh, you think it'd be fun? Should we maybe do a uh, a guild page and maybe have the uh, guild members? Maybe they would like to try to guess what our top tens will be. Oh yeah, I like that. Oh yeah. yeah. So we don't. We're not going to disclose, but but uh, if they want to get on, they can yeah. they can guess what they will be. Yeah, okay. they can get in there and they can guess, and then. Maybe after that episode, we'll go back and look and see which one of our of our punch bunch uh, comes the closest to our, our list. That would be kind of cool. fun. Yeah, we can. I'll, I'll, I like I'll, that idea. I'll chip in. Whoever wins, I'll chip in some geek gold. How about that? I, I like that idea. I'm sure they'd probably rather have regular gold, but <laughs> so would I, buddy. It's so be would geek I. Gold, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if we're doing that, then don't uh, forget uh, over on Board Game Geek. We are Guild 3227, so uh, if you're not on and, and a member, you can go ahead and join there and, and be a part of the festivities for sure. In the meantime, we will keep you in suspense on our 1 to 10, which will come up next episode. 
But in the meantime, everybody, please stay healthy, take care of yourselves, and please take care of each other. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Thanks for listening. Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Punchboarders. We are on Instagram at Punchboard Paradise and Facebook at Punchboard Paradise. 